You're now listening to, you're now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, where we discuss everything erotic and fascinating in the wonderful world of the high-end call girl. Now, here are your hosts, Chantelle Etoile and Exotic Vivian. Hello guys, live from Miami. It is your host, uh, Chantelle Etoile, and I am with my beautiful, gorgeous birthday girl, the exotic Vivian. Hello, hello, hello. Happy birthday, boo. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I've been celebrating. I usually celebrate all month, and June 1st was my birthday, so we got like 29 more days. Actually, 28, because it's second now. Um, Yeah. But yeah, and I and came down for your birthday. Yeah, she came down to celebrate with me. Thanks, boo. And uh, a very good client of mine is taking us for a lunch date on Tuesday? Monday. Is it Monday or, Monday or Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. I, think, I, don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll have we'll to check the calendars out. after I've the been show. Drinking. <laughs> we'll check the calendars after the show, but definitely coming up soon. Yes. Uh, actually, before this episode airs, so mm-hmm. um, we probably won't have any fun stories for you until the next episode, which would be episode sixteen. Yes. Um. So. It is your turn this week, Vivian, uh, to give a reason for hiring us companions. Yes, it is my turn. Okay, we are professionals that you can trust with your secrets and personal information while simultaneously indulging in the company of a woman who meets your social and intimate needs. Normally, if you were dealing with a civilian woman, this could take you months, years to build this type of trust. Yeah, But with us, it's like instant relationship. I mean, life is too short to have to spend a year wooing a woman not even knowing if she's trustworthy i would definitely agree because i mean just going into um like a date with us it's already like so much more open Mm because we can be like don't lie to us there's no reason to lie to us Mm -hmm. like you should tell us the truth so that we can help cover for you if some shit goes down you want us on your side okay you lie to us then it's not gonna work out well for you and we help you with the trust thing too we we do we help you know that it's better to start a relationship with with honesty so yeah Yeah. i think that is a really great reason for sure sure is so um i know it's your birthday Mm -hmm. but um what else is new with you well, I do have two tours coming up um, this month. I June. wasn't invited. <laughs> you have things that you're trying to do. I'm just saying, but you hear that, guys. I you're, wasn't invited. You're always invited I know, I know. to come on any tour. I've gone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you you lady. know, Chantal, I like to invite myself everywhere. <laughs> Crazy lady. Anywho, I have two tours coming up. This month, I'm going to be in Nashville from June 18th to the 21st. So I'm currently accepting pre-bookings. Book me. I thank you. Book her. Maybe book her for an overnight or fly me to you so she can decide to come. Well, definitely knows, book her and take, make sure you take her she out She knows her about the damn tour. I know, I know. <laughs> and then way, way in September, I'm actually going to be in Minneapolis, uh, September 6th and 7th. So You know, I've always wanted to go to Minneapolis. Yeah? Yeah, because there was... Um, too cold. It gets really cold. There, there. When I first started, there was a lady in Minneapolis that she was actually visiting Orlando for something totally unrelated. Okay. But she was like, I'm bored. 
I want to hang out with some ladies. And she contacted me and I was like, do people do that? Like I was brand new, like maybe two months in. I had no mm-hmm. idea what life was. And she, uh, she decided, uh, we actually talked on the phone for like two hours and she was like, listen, this is how the escort life is. And I was like, oh my gosh, she opened my eyes. Aww. Actually, she's the one who got me to build a website because I didn't even know that I needed a website. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just thought I would just throw an ad up and well, then, then the Well, then you should definitely come to Minneapolis. Yeah, I wonder if she's, I don't, I haven't heard from her in a while, so I don't know if she's retired or not, but I'll have to reach who out knows? to her. In this world, anyone could be retired. That's true. That's true. Uh, but what's new with you? Um, well, so I'm in Miami for, as of now, I just, I came down for your birthday this weekend and I have decided to stay for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, if you're in Miami and looking to have fun, you should, uh, Send in your screening information. <laughs> Don't text me or call. Send your screening information, and then we can have a blast. And actually, since we're together, book you can us. book us together, book and you won't have us. to fly one of us somewhere. So yes. Yes. I, it's perfect weather for yachting. It is. I should. Be it's always place. perfect weather in Miami. Though that is true. That's true. <laughs> it's boats, pool, and. I guess champagne. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's the life here. Oh, there is a concert that I want to go to in Charlotte, oh, North yeah, Carolina. Oh yeah, I about that. I decided that I don't feel like doing a tour there because I just don't have time to like get a whole tour together in this short notice when I have so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anybody would like to take me to the Slayer concert in honor of a friend of mine, I promise we would go together. Now we can't for. Uh, personal reasons, but I wanted to go in his honor. So if anybody needs a date to the Slayer concert, I'm available. Her. Yes, book me, and it'll be a wonderful, fun evening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's your turn to say one thing, fun, uh, one funny thing a client or companion has said to you. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. So this week, I feel like almost every week for me is, like, the guys. (laughs) I always, like, have something funny that a girl would say, but then, like, right before we record, some guy does something crazy. So this week, um, I had a guy that sent me, like, a novel describing himself and where he works and just all of this stuff to basically say that he wanted to fly me to Australia with him. I guess he saw Even that I... Even though you just got back. I just got Australia. back, so I guess he thought, like, maybe she'd want to go again. So, long story short, he sends me, I mean, emails that are just so long, and he's like, I want to fly you. Um, he's like, do you want to book your own accommodations, or you like me to handle it? And I go, well, I always, you know, follow the gentleman's lead, so you let me know what you'd like to do, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you want to fly with by yourself, or you want company to fly with. I mean, it's so much more fun to fly together, right? Obviously. So he goes, well, of course, I would love to handle it. He goes, we're going to be flying on my, uh, my company's plane. And I go, you know, that's cool. No worries. (laughs) Send in your screening info. And so after like a couple days, he kept like stalling and saying he was waiting to hear back from ladies. Well, he, well, he did say he was reaching. I think he listens to the podcast. 
because well, he, he yeah he did say him he and said Oprah. he oh his, his extraordinary elite, gentleman 15 to 20 guys in his office listened to the podcast which was hilarious and i was like there's so no way sad. and they all get together and discuss it on a weekly basis i was like dude that that's just mm. hilarious it's not possible I mean, it could be possible, but it didn't sound yeah. like it was possible from from him, he, he right? Just seemed, uh, so, I already knew he was full of shit. He was him. totally full of shit, but I knew it. But I was like, well, you know, he was he was asking good questions, so I was like, well, I'll answer his questions on the show. But then he just got way too like involved. So anyway, um, so he invites me to Australia, and he tells me that he was waiting for uh, two companions to reply because he wanted to get their permission to use him as a reference first, right? Which I thought was great because I like it when somebody reach out to me and say, hey, this person is going to contact you. So I would prefer that they do that, right? Mm -hmm. um, but so I was, I was totally fine with that. And he said he would get back by Sunday. But in the meantime, he just kept messaging me, like emailing me. And then... He found he got my number off of um, off of my email signature, and then he starts texting me, and then he starts trying to call me. I was like, "Dude, that's not how this works at all." So then he sends me um, he sends me like screenshots of an email from his assistant confirming the flight. On, the, on a private, on a company's, a, 2018 on a, on a company's <laughs> on a company's private plane, mm. the flight is confirmed. I know a lot about planes. Hold on, the flight. No, the <laughs> kicker. The flight is. This is the funny part that the client says. Right, the flight is confirmed as Miss Chantelle Twelve. Mm. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you know Australia, you have to have a visa to get in Australia. So you're confirming my confirmation <laughs> on a flight with my alias and didn't even ask if I have a visa to get into the country? Chantelle Etoile has a visa? First of all, no company is going to waste money booking a person on a plane without even knowing if this person can get into the country. Because then what are they, they're going to have to get I me mean, home. Well, technically, the plane would already be going anyway. So you're just well, like I guess. Yeah, thing. it's true. But it was still full of shit. Well, they were gonna. I've they were gonna have several times. They were going to have to. It to me yes, and it, it was, was full of shit. And guys, <laughs> Google literally exists. First of all, I'm a businesswoman. I know for fact that a company is not buying a 2018. What was it? A Gulfstream? Six fifty. Yeah, they're not Usually buying a 2018. All companies are very conservative. <laughs> Even the ones that aren't conservative still are not going to buy a 2018 uh, Gulfstream. Come uh, on. No. So that was hilarious to me. Guys, don't do it. Don't. Do I look like an idiot? I just think it's so funny. Now that you can actually see my face, do I look like an idiot? No. Well, maybe in this mask now. We look fabulous. <laughs> well, obviously. We're having a masquerade party. Anywho, I mean, I just think it's funny, these guys that go through all this time to concoct these stories. Like It is hilarious. You should go right for Hollywood because your imagination is, like, legit. They should play. be screenwriters. Like, they like, should it, be. It actually would, like, the whole, like, the whole, like, this whole scenario was, like, a perfect, like, date. Like, he could have... He basically made, stole it off my data. Probably. <laughs> that's probably what he did. So, I'm sure... I mean, since he's such a fan of the show, I'm sure you're listening. Yeah, Mr. And Time you probably this thought... This shirt you, is for you. This shirt literally is for you. Oh, you know what the best part of it was, though? What? The best part 
Remember, he had one of the guys that is a part of this elite group also email me. Which was still him because he has multiple personalities. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> it, so- it still sounded like him. And then he sent us questions. Uh, oh, and you know he had the nerve to say that uh, he did not, the, the, second gu- the second guy, he did not agree with the tax advice that was given. Is was he like, an accountant? He's in he's in finance. I was like, oh, listen, okay. listen, boom. I'll take it from a tax expert. Just because you can set up accounts or whatever you do in your pretend finance job. Wait a minute. First of all, he's not even real. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just <laughs> thought about this. You're talking about fake. Oh my god! I totally just thought about this. They, <laughs> this guy who was a part of the elite, the elite fifteen at his job, was at a completely different company. The League of I didn't even think about that. Oh, like, do you guys really go through that much mental gymnastics? They they have a lot of time to waste. I don't. I just don't understand how, like, you have all this time to concoct these just crazy stories, dramatic stories. You know, the same amount of time they spend on crafting these emails, you could have written a short story. Mm Mm-hmm. And sold it on Amazon. Anyways. Yeah. Stop, stop doing that, guys. I mean, say no to time. Listen, you. We're just going to laugh at you. Maybe they. Maybe that's what they like. It's kind of like the small penis humiliation. Maybe they just like. Maybe they. Yeah. Maybe they just like being humiliated because I mean. That's I don't know what they think they're getting. What's in the news? Uh, Uh, This one is from the New York Post, May fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. Pastor pleads guilty in sex trafficking of teen girls. Yes, folks, you heard that right. Pastor pleads guilty in sex trafficking of teen girls. This one happened in Toledo, Ohio. I always thought that name was so weird. Toledo. Toledo, Ohio pastors. They were accused, three of them, one of three, was accused of conspiring to recruit teenage girls to have sex with, and he has pleaded guilty to federal charges, including sex trafficking. 38-year-old Kenneth Butler also pleaded guilty on Monday in Toledo to a related conspiracy charge and obstructing a sex trafficking investigation. He acknowledged having sex with two minors. Uh, Federal authorities say Butler was among three Toledo area pastors who paid teen girls for sex over the past few years and shared photos and videos of the girls. He's looking at 17 years in prison. The other two jailed uh, pastors have not pleaded guilty. But hey, it's all back pages fall, right? Aren't they, the, <sighs> aren't they the sex trafficking people? <laughs> I mean, the so-called moral people are the real criminals of the world because they perfected their innocent acts for public and, and practically getting away with murder. You know, it's a fucking shame. Really oh, my God. Okay. But so... the title of this article is misleading. Are we just going to call adults having sex with teenagers sex trafficking now? Is that... Okay, yeah, that that's not sex trafficking. No. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't see anywhere in the article where he transported them to clients or who were paying them for sex or whatever, and then conspiring to recruit teenage girls, but then he acknowledged having sex with minors. I'm a little confused. So was he like article to grab Was he like selling the girls to no, other he, people, he or he was just having sex with them? He just had sex with them and apparently shared their photos. But that's oh, oh God! You know this is really it's really annoying. So he's only having sex with them. Yes, not sharing them with anybody. Like he's not selling them to anybody else. Well, apparently it's him and these three, these two other pastors. So there's th- three of them. But he's the only one that pleaded guilty. The other two are still. 
I guess that could technically be trafficking. If he if he's like getting the girls and selling them to the pastors. No, he's a pastor too. There are three pastors. And he's one of them, and he's they all have been arrested. He's the only one that has pleaded guilty so far. Yeah, the sex trafficking is a yeah, trick. I, I mean, they're still, they're still disgusting scum of the fucking earth. Absolutely. Well, of course. Because, because they're, 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 I mean... They're even, hypocrites. Of course they're fucking hypocrites, but I don't like religion. I've, I'm very open, a very open atheist. Um, but beside that, they're using, they're abusing their authority because usually... Uh, children just like uh, like the priests like children usually submit to them mm-hmm. because and of their authority mind so exactly and- so like the fact that not only are you sleeping you're having sex raping underage girls but you're using your authority to get them to even do it, and all think, the while damning all the others. And, prob- and probably, <laughs> and probably, these girls are probably thinking they're doing it willingly, right? Because it's like you know they probably convince them, like, oh, I really like him, and they don't even realize they're not really doing it willingly. They're being mind fucked into doing it. So that that's yeah, but not then willing. he sits on the pulpit and then tells the congregation. Yeah, I mean, he's just a piece of shit hypocrite. Hell, I don't. Listen, I have a first class ticket. I'm driving the fucking private jet into hell, busting it wide open. (laughs) Just saying. And still, he can go burn in hell with me, but I don't even want him anywhere near me. Oh, God. No, I feel like there's a special place for people like him that condemn you and then do worse. It should not even be hell. Like... It's somewhere else. It's somewhere. Not else. hell, because hell is what. But I just, I mean, I just thought this was an interesting story because they try to make it look like pimps are out there snatching daughters off the streets when it's your own pastor folks just like we mentioned it's in, your the, own pastor. in the FASTA episode was it episode five that's raping oh your God, little that girls like, that was like 10 episodes I ago know. holy shit I know. anyway just like we mentioned then it's not just it's not about back page nope. like it's people in your own fucking community yeah, that you think that you trust your pastor is the one <sighs> raping your daughters so just let's just, just abolish religion uh, anywho oh goodness Femme Fatale. And now, here's your Femme Fatale of the Week. Our Femme Fatale this week is Isabella Carta. I like that name. Yeah, she's a sweet little girl. She she has like this innocent vibe, but then I can tell that she's like spicy. I mean, look at that tat. I love that tat on her arm. <laughs> I, that was like the first thing that stood out, and I was like... I think I would, like, have a lot of fun with her. She, she's like, I'm sweet and innocent. We could totally, like, do a tat, a tat session together. Oh, God. Well, me and Isabella. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't do pain, folks. I do. So, yeah. I do. I, I mean, it's like, once you get a tattoo, you just can't, like, stop getting them. Sure. But, like, I mean, <laughs> if you've seen me in person, you know that I have several tattoos. Obviously, you know, for discretion reasons, I edit them out. But, anyway, back to Isabella here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and her Twitter handle kind of fits her look. Uh, she, You can find her on Twitter at sweet sweet izzy gfe and that's sweet izzy i z z y gfe i want to spell isabella too oh my god people can't spell us okay I mean, fine okay fine just in case you can't spell isabella <laughs> i-s-a-b-e-l-l-a-c-a-r-t-a yes guys book her book us and 
Ding, 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 date idea. I feel like we need to have an intro <laughs> for the date idea now. We should, should do we? that. Yes, we have to have intro music for the date idea now because it's definitely a thing. I mean, I suppose. I mean, people tune in to hear your date ideas. Oh, and she's I've... actually based out of Boston. Oh, I'm sorry. Boston. A Boston girl. I've never Boston. Been... Oh, God. <laughs> So, of course, once again, I have never been to Boston. Oh, God. Vivian, Where I know. Where have you been? I'm international. I'm not national. I'm not national. I'm international. She's been to Australia and Hong Kong, but she's never been to Boston. And I've been throughout Europe. <laughs> I, lived, I lived in Europe for a couple months, but I've never been to Boston. Well, Sorry. I was thinking... Um, for a fabulous date idea, a lovely gentleman can fly me and you out to Boston mm-hmm. to link up with Miss Isabella, and yeah. we can sneak into Harvard and uh, listen to a lecture real quick. Ooh. And then maybe go co-ed, you know? Are there any sexy Harvard professors? I'm sure. Tenured, obviously, because yeah. those are the ones that can afford well, us. of course. <laughs> So, if you're a tenured Harvard professor and you teach something fun or not fun, I don't care. We would like to come in your class, all three of us, with our schoolgirl oh, skirts. We can we can have a private class. I've always had a no, fantasy. No. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna do my job again? No, can, I'm can just I see- my, Can I finish my my day? Fine, Thank you. fine. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so we'll dress up like all like cute little schoolgirls, distracting you while you're teaching. Getting you hard <laughs> while you're teaching, and then later we can uh, go do things. What do you think? Now I can talk. Yes. Okay. Just now that in. I'm done with my date idea. <laughs> well, I was going to say that I have always wanted to like have like a an affair with a college professor mm-hmm. while I'm legal college professor. I've always like <laughs> I don't know why I felt like it would be like a fun time. To like kind of well, secretly it's about to date, be a fun time so when he that would us. be like a fantasy come true. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the schoolgirl outfit though. Well, it's not gonna be literally schoolgirl. I said little little skirts. Yeah, we yeah. oh we could come dress like and we sexy, can do we sexy can do, secretaries. We can do a basic like a little and keep yes. keep all no, three of us distracted. All three of us sitting together in yep. the front row, just Batting keep crossing our, our legs and yeah. uncrossing. Mm-hmm. No panties, of course. I don't wear panties ever. So well, I mean, well, you can wear you can wear panties. I'm gonna I wear, wear a nice panties. colored colored one because you know, so he can have a little treat when I and I'll just wear a glow in the dark pit ring. <laughs> So he can see like little flash, little. I wonder what Izzy will wear. Oh, I don't know. If you want to find out, book all three of us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Yes. Okay. So So now we're going to move on to fan email questions. The first question. uh, Hello. I just heard two episodes of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast, and I plan to listen to many more. Great job on a very interesting and informative podcast. You mentioned that you'd appreciate listeners getting in touch with you about possible ideas for topics, and I'd like to make a suggestion. Since you also mentioned that you're planning an upcoming trip to Dubai, I would like to hear about your experiences finding work and booking appointments in a conservative Muslim country. Dubai is not a pro- not as prohibitive as, say, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia or Kuwait, 
However, I work as a dominatrix and spent time just touring the Middle East not to work. I was just interested in working there, but was uncertain on how to go about it and apprehensive due to the legal consequences, being from America and all. Thanks for sharing your experience with us. Your podcast is greatly appreciated. Um, is she remaining anonymous? I mean, it's just her first name. Oh, Jessica. sincerely, Jessica. Um, okay, so... Jessica, thank you for the question. Thank you so much. Uh, Madam Caramel is going to be our guest uh, on episode 16, I'm hoping. Uh, but she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be coming on the show very soon. She working on schedules. She tours Dubai like every five minutes. She practically lives there now. I think some shake bought her. Oh, is there. I don't is know. she not like living there? Because I thought she lived. There. I, no, she lives all over the world. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think some shake already bought her a villa over there. I don't know, but Probably. she's always over there. People are feeding she's her grapes. She has service, and she's strictly a dominatrix. There's several sites to advertise, and I'm not gonna mention it on here for you know discretion reasons, and you know legal stuff but <laughs> but we'll have it available somewhere yes, for you guys um to yeah we're actually gonna be doing um a few series ebooks yeah so one is gonna be on international touring and we will discuss it there but if you need it asap um i will respond to your email with websites that you can advertise on and since you're a dominatrix you should probably get deposits up front so that way or find somebody to sponsor your trip Oh, I do love tour sponsoring. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Dubai is not as uh, prohibitive as Saudi Arabia, Kuwait. They actually call it, or at least I do, I call it the Middle East of, I mean, the the vague, Las Vegas of the Middle East. That's pretty much where all the other guys from the, you know, suppressive countries go to party. Mm, mm, that would make they sense. They lose, especially Vegas, Saudi yeah. guys, they lose their minds. They go to Dubai and party their asses off. And it's very lucrative. I've been there several times. It's a beautiful place, technology-wise. And just, they try to emulate everything the English and Americans do, pretty much. We, all the American restaurants are there. Um, but there's so much stuff to do there. We're going to be going, and it's going to be her first time. Yeah, it's my first time. Um, Sorry, Jessica. I, I, I have I no, input. Wanna, I I have no I... input on this because I have not been. So I'm I'm with Jessica. I'm learning, too. Yeah, yeah, but you got the inside scoop. I get but, the inside um, scoop. But I actually kind of want to do something to, you know, where a handful of girls go together, you know. So that would we can be, have yeah, like that would little, be a fun time. Like a little meet and greet over there because those be guys fun. will pay good money Well, we that. can do that on the second round. The yeah. first round, I need to, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So that would be a lot of work for you because we would all be depending on you. And that would be yeah. a bit much. And everybody that knows me knows yeah, that no. I can only do it in bits yeah. and pieces. She'd go, she'd go but, crazy. But, um, yet as a dominatrix, you would kill there because I personally yes, know a, a dominatrix that works there all the time. And ladyboys are, you know, transsexual, transgender, whatever you want to, whatever you are. They love it over there. Anything that's taboo over there, you will do well over there. So, just so you know, dominatrix, you're shoe in. Perfect. Okay, uh, this one is from Layla. Hello, Chantel and Vivian. I'm preparing to enter this gracious world of providing company to gentlemen, but I have no idea where to begin. I don't know who I can talk to to get the basics down. And most importantly, where do I meet these gentlemen? I'm in the Chicago area. Any help sent my way will be greatly appreciated. Thanks again, ladies. I actually emailed her back. um, uh, One restaurant over there that's a fan favorite for um, freestyling fishing. So I emailed her back. But as far as the how-to, we're writing an ebook That should be coming up here in less than 30 days. Yes, I just put pressure on you. I see that. (laughs) 
But we're Thank actually going to be um, uh, writing an ebook, and it's going to be coming out very soon. And it's basically going to be how to get started as an escort. We're going to start you from point A of knowing nothing. Knowing nothing, yeah. All the way to point Z. So yeah. look out for that book. It's coming up very soon. Um, but as far as where to find men, any, any five-star place, that's yeah. where you should be. Yeah. Look the part, and you'll be fine. Little black dress. Pumps, heels, clutch. I just, I just want to say um, that it, it's not that we don't want to answer the question on the show. It's just that it's just it's, so much. It's so much. Like it is so much information that goes we into couldn't it. just People answer. People think it's it. like, just like fly by night. No, but I'm telling you, when I started, podcast. when I started, I thought like I just took a couple photos, threw up an ad and some pricing, and then the phone would just start ringing. And it was like that's not how that works at all. Nope. So yeah, so starting like the right way though, because I was introduced the wrong way. We've talked about mm-hmm. this. Um, I was introduced the wrong way. So. I want to make sure if somebody asks me what to do from start to finish, I want to be able to give them the right information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just for your own safety. Yeah. You don't want to just jump into it, especially not in today's age. Yeah. Maybe in the 90s it wasn't as bad, post, but post faucet, it's like even worse. So definitely we just stay tuned. We promise we'll get you, we'll get you all the information that you need. Okay, so next question. Question number three. Uh, from a male follower on Twitter, um, are we saying his Twitter name? Uh, I don't. He said he didn't care. So. Okay, well that way he can uh, he'll at least know. Yeah. Uh, GFE needed. He sent us a direct message. Greetings, ladies. I enjoy the podcast, though I have not caught up on all episodes. You better catch up. (laughs) I have a mini topic for your consideration. It is something I have always wondered about. Real sugar daddies. I don't mean those fake wannabe sugar daddies on those sugar daddy sites, but real ones like you ladies have had. I have always wondered why they do it. Not asking for myself. I can't even afford you ladies, lol. Just something I have been curious about. I would like to say first... The most important part of that email was that he acknowledged that he cannot afford the lifestyle to be a real sugar daddy. That is number one. At least he knew. At least he knows, and he's not trying to like um, take advantage of girls who think who are looking for sugar daddy. So thank you so much for knowing that you can't afford to have an actual sugar baby. G, like, you can have a GFE experience with an escort. I mean, it would definitely be less expensive because with a sugar baby, you are definitely doing a monthly thing that's more of a long-term thing. It's not like, you know, you have one date and if you guys go your separate ways, it doesn't matter. That's not how it is for uh, for sugar dating at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, he wanted... Um, what he just wanted to know why they do it yes i mean basically for it's the same reason guys book companions only these guys want more exclusivity yeah they want something that's more consistent Mm -hmm. you know so they want like an ongoing arrangement and not to mention the real sugar daddies um they are pretty much paying for your exclusivity and for you to be available for them whenever they want at their beck and call yeah 
basically that's why they do it. They get sugar babies because they want someone when they need them. Exactly. That's why that's why you always hear the stories mm-hmm. of the like the ones that are like um they call it like a kept girlfriend. Yeah. The guy puts them up in, you know, a nice fabulous penthouse yes she has (laughs) they put you up in a penthouse and you know they take care of all of your financial needs Mm -hmm. plus give you plus an allowance and it's because they want exclusive exactly that way because most of them travel quite often and they want you to travel with them they basically want a companion on their payroll yeah it's like on call yeah so i that's why most of them do it and, um, and then just, you know, just knowing that because you have this arrangement with somebody, you don't have to worry about like trying to find a, you know, a new girl, every city exactly. you go to and, and everything else. Friendship, the yeah. trust, it's, mm-hmm. it's all ongoing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, is it kind of the same as escorting? It's pr- yeah. It's, it's just, it's kind of the same, only it's more personal because obviously exactly. they would have your real name. Yeah. Your real information. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a it's little more, bit different. It's more personal. Yeah. It's more personal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this so I is, hope that answered his question. It, it should have. <laughs> this is for this is for from Scott. Ladies, I love your podcast as it is upbeat, entertaining, and as well informative. I am on P four on one and I use arrows. I recently booked a date off of arrows and was ripped off for five hundred dollars. This provider was not on P four on one. I used to check TDR to see that the provider had multiple reviews as a part of my screening. Of course, that is no longer. I just finished episode 10 of your podcast, and it was a great help. And episode 10 is how to tell if a girl is real or fake. Uh, no, that's no time wasters. What? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm still drinking. Anywho, I'm still celebrating, guys. Still my birthday. Um, Get out that sauce, Viv. Nope. <laughs> um, episode 10 helped him. I, I could have sworn he said episode 11. Anyways. Uh, where was I? One of them helped him. Episode 10 of your podcast, and it was a great help. Are there any other outlets to find legit providers other than the two I mentioned? I heard you mention Twitter, but don't you have to know their Twitter handle first? Same with websites. How does one find these without a place like Arrows or P4 and 1? I currently live in the Tampa area. <laughs> I think ladies may be getting on Arrows now because we know it's harder. They know it's harder for us to check them out, and it makes us easier targets. What do you ladies think? Keep up the good work. It is appreciated. All right. First of so, all. So I emailed him back asking him. Wait, first of all, the most important part. What? Uh, I'm from Tampa and you haven't reached out to me. That's probably oh why. Well, you're I'm moving anyway. It doesn't matter. That's why you got ripped <laughs> off because you didn't call yeah, me. Yeah, you know what? She's right. I'm being a hater. I am absolutely being and, a hater. And you have every right to hate. And you've listened to our show. And you know, know I'm in Tampa. Episode 10, and you know she's in Tampa, and you to call her. Maybe you're too expensive. Oh, that could be it. I don't know. Anywho, so I emailed him about asking him exactly how he was ripped off. Did she take your money, say she was going to go to the bathroom, and run off? Yeah, or, we need to know more. Exactly. So I'm waiting to, to hear a response. Uh, did, she, did you pay her, and then she didn't... Give you a great experience. Yeah, like, I, I need what? to know exactly how, how did she you get ripped off five hundred. But five hundred, I feel like he can afford you. He can afford me. He totally afford me. Yeah, dude, you should just call the champ over here. But she's in Miami right now. Anywho, and then he asked about how to find girls on Twitter. Actually, it's easy. You don't need to know their handle. You you just need to put in your city and escorts. 
So um, you, you can use the hashtag. You, you don't have to use the hashtag. But if you use the hashtag, you would probably find more. So yeah. hashtag Tampa Escorts or whatever city you're Miami in. Miami Escorts, yeah. Boston Escorts. Yeah. That's how you would we, find. Because we all use these hashtags for a reason. Yeah, that's how you would find people in your area. Mm-hmm. And then when you do, look on her Twitter profile. How many followers does she have? How active is she? When did she last post? Look at her candidates. Does she seem like she's a nice person? Because providers are usually more uh, candid on Twitter. Like, you get to see our personality on Twitter. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Mine's always good because I'm perfect. Anywho. Sometimes people piss me off. And if you don't if you don't like a spicy and person. And then he mentioned, yeah. uh, he mentioned uh, the side who would never be mentioned. Even though I kind of mentioned it because I again. was reading his thing. Well, after that, I'm not I, I know that guys are stuck on this whole review thing. And we're actually going to do a episode on that, the review culture. I'm not looking, I'm not forward, looking to forward to it. I know that it. guys are so stuck on reviews because that's how it used to be done. I assure you, you can still find great company without that website that website was abusive a lot of people abused it i can't tell you how many fake reviews were written on me there were good reviews but they were fake right <laughs> just so they can get they can membership. get the membership it was yeah. ridiculous but don't cry you're not gonna die now that you don't have your beloved site who would never be named ever and again actually we're coming up with something. Yes, we're actually coming up with a platform very soon, so stay tuned. Yes, we're working. Out we're the working. I mean, want to bring. I mean, as you there. know, like a good, decent technology platform is not easy. To, you can't just build it in one day. No, you can't. And so a we're lot still of working. Out. Websites have been coming up. You know, trying yeah. to get the business. We're gonna take our time and bring you something of quality, so that way we're still testing it, working yeah. out kinks and exactly. all that stuff. So. so it's, it's gonna it's gonna solve a, it's gonna solve this actual problem. Yes, it is. And he'll never we're get gonna have a, again. We're gonna have a different system, similar yeah. similar to Amazon and, and Uber. It's gonna be like a combination yeah, of like several things. It's gonna be a combo. As far as if you want to know if somebody's cool or not, but right. stay tuned. Um, and then he mentioned that there are other outlets. Instagram is also a good place, and you would search the yeah, same way you same hashtag with yeah. uh, with Twitter. Google is your friend. You can search that way too, but probably arrows will be the first thing that pops up. I still don't think just, arrows is a top search. No, just stick no. st- for now. If you're if you're concerned, stick with your your regular girls. P four on one obviously is great to find girls on there, but Twitter is a gem. Twitter and Instagram, but most especially Twitter, you can find so many great girls on there. So you really that. can. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Um, and you're right. I'm sure a lot of these girls are getting on there on arrows now because they know that they can't be checked out. And plus, they don't no, have I don't, a platform. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's that because they can't be checked out. Yeah. I think it's literally because I mean, Backpage was taken away, and yeah. then a lot of other platforms started to yeah. shut down. They don't have another so they don't really have any so. options. So I wouldn't say that they are on arrows because no, they are. They're, some probably are. I mean, some, but I mean, but they're just no. very limited options right now. That's, so that yeah. would be why they're going to arrows. At least I would say that would be like the number one reason why. Yeah, and then now would be your your favorite email swap laptops. <sighs> Dear God. I'll read it from here because I might throw I might throw the laptop across the room <laughs> if I touch it. So this is a question that we got from another a male listener. Well, this is your question. So much to say after this. <laughs> Hi, ladies. You all have, you you all have a great show. I'm not your target audience, and 
And so sometimes this show kind of drags for me when what I consider girl talk is happening. I am a client of sex workers and decided to tune into your show to get a perspective around their jobs, especially after the recent oppressive legislation. I have been paying almost double for my sessions because these have been hard times for some ladies. Mm -hmm. Here's my question with commentary. I am an African-American male who is below the age of 40 who reads ads before calling escorts. I have found a large number of women unwilling to meet with African-American men below a certain age. I understand women have preferences about who who are they attracted to, but I am uncertain what the difference is between myself and and an older African-American male. I'm also uncertain about why these escorts are willing to see men of other races of any age, but not African-American men. Could you enlighten me? I firmly believe younger African-American men do not present any greater risk to escorts than other races uh, of men. These risks include wasting time, collecting pics, unreasonable requests, hygienic slash infection, violence, etc., while income differs between African Americans and other races, this is also inconsequential because escorts have fixed prices, people can afford them or not. It doesn't matter if they have five, six, or seven figure salary. I will try and check my privilege here and say I fall into the six figure category while I'm while I'm aggravated that I have to work with less reputable escorts because of my age <laughs> or race, I know I'm not entitled to their service. I would like to know why I'm not offered their service. Please enlighten me. Keep up the good work, and I will keep tuning in. Be safe, ladies. Well. Well, well, well. First of all. First the <laughs> fuck of all. This show is for both companions and clients. Yes. This is not for one demographic of, of the coin. Like, it's for right. both sides. We want clients and companions to get something out of this. This is not just for companions. So let me go ahead and uh, clear that up for you. Uh, second of all... <laughs> second of all... I'm just going to say this here before we before we graciously answer, answer your, your question. question. You do not basically use us for our emotional labor to answer your questions, but then insult us first. You don't say that the show drags on when we have girl talk. That is probably one of the reasons why you're not being seen. It probably has zero to do with your across. with you being African American. Because you come okay? across as smug and and entitled, even though you claim you know you're you not literally, entitled. You literally you. So here's a lesson for you, Will. <laughs> you literally could have asked us the same exact question without, without the initial paragraph. Nonsense. That was not needed. If you don't like our show, then stop listening to it or just send in the question, listen to to see if we answered your question, and then move on. And I did this show. I, I produced this show. And I she produced, produced it. it in, she puts it together. In certain, in certain uh, segments for a reason. That way you can skip to the part that you want to listen to. It's not all over the place. It always starts with our banter in the beginning. A news article, our tips or questions or whatever the topic is of the day or an interview, mm -hmm. and then closing advice, and that's it. Like, it has segments. You can literally skip to the part that you want. I mean, and this is also, this is not a, like, a how-to um, show. This is an entertainment This is an podcast. entertainment podcast. We are not just going to sit here and read like we're on the news. Even no, the news we're, not, we're not news anchors. But we're even, not boring. Even news anchors are entertaining. They're like, now, they are now. 
yeah, they are. But <laughs> they didn't used to be. You you do want to see our personalities. This isn't you, this like, isn't some stuff. You want us to serious sit here show. and like read off a, a teleprompter, I guess, and, and answer all your questions because that's what we live for. We're here for you. We're yeah, here, no. We're here. We're here on this earth just to entertain Listen, you. Listen, we get people once in a while because we definitely don't get very many people to reach out to us to like insult us. No. Um, and they say whatever they want to say. I mean, say. somebody has said that we laugh too much. Who has a problem with laughing? You know what? The person that said we laugh too much. Ever since then, we just laugh extra. <laughs> Kiss my ass. So let's go down to this question. First of all, I think the reason why you're having trouble booking girls is because of your attitude. So change it. Stop yeah. being smug. Stop stop acting like you're entitled and maybe you'll get better results. As far as women not wanting to see young men, some women just don't do it because they've had bad experiences with younger men not following instructions and all that stuff. And you say you do, but you're coming across as smug. And they're like, you know what? I don't have to deal with you, little entitled piece of shit. But... I mean, I know. I actually know some ladies who do not see men under forty, no matter yeah. what race it is. So it all just it depends. Not, I don't think it has anything to do with your race. I mean, unless they specifically state like I don't see African American men under a certain age, then I mean that. Well, would, that's what he's saying. Yes, yeah, so. I found a large number of women unwilling to meet with African American men below a certain age. Listen, it's not the, just African American men. It's all like a lot of ladies don't see any men under forty, right? But but to answer his question, if he if he's seeing it specifically stated that way on a website, listen, then move on. The, that's all I can tell you is to move on because you, you can't force you, you, somebody. We will get hate all day long. While some people think that these women are racist, people have their preferences. It's, it's her business. She can run some it people, however she wants. You can't some force ladies, somebody to see you. Move right. On. Some ladies just don't see African American men at all. Now, is this because of the society that we live in that, that I mean, we know as black women that we're painted as like angry black women mm-hmm. when women in general get angry all the time, I but people get angry people, all the time, but for some reason, the whole angry black woman, it's like, we're the only ones that get upset. Like it's the craziest thing, but it's the same thing with just being black in general. Society paints us as just being uh, very violent. I mean, I actually, I'm not going to mention any names, but someone recently was very, very upset because they another provider reached out to them and she was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a client that paid for the session mm-hmm. in advance, mm-hmm. but something happened and he had to cancel. And it was like within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to refund him, but that wasn't the problem. The whole problem was because of this one situation with this one African-American person, Mm -hmm. she went on a rant via text message to this other provider who showed it to me. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm really offended on behalf of like having black friends because she was like, I will never see an African-American ever again because this guy canceled. That is probably what you're experiencing. They had one bad experience. No, but, but he meant he was very clear. He said under a certain age. Well, no, he also asked why some just don't see them in general. 
But that's because they might have had a bad experience with one, them. and then they labeled, they just wrote off an entire race. Oh, but, yeah, I see the point. Yeah. yeah. Look, people, people... They have their preferences. Is, I don't know why a, they do what they do. This is a service industry. It is. People are entitled to see who they're going to see. You cannot force somebody to see you. Move on. Find somebody who... That's the beauty of seeing companions. There's so much variety. You don't have to be stuck. Exactly. Even he claims that... He's uh, stuck with less reputable escorts. That's so you're not insulting true. them too. You're insulting that. That's that actually they're true. seeing you. You need to show some gratitude that somebody you know, is seeing you. That's actually part of this entitlement that he that I, he's that's, getting that's all on. I heard in this question because like, he's like, even though he brought I, up I'm the whole stuck, race thing, I'm stuck. You're not stuck. First of all, it's a choice. You made yeah. the choice to see someone and less rather reputable. Than be, that rather than be grateful that these ladies actually are seeing you. Did he mention like what area he lives in? Um, um, I don't know why I think it's DC. Oops. Because we know a lot of re- you know what you know what would have been a better question. Well, you could have simply said, "Hey, I live in this area. Do you guys know any reputable providers that see African American men under forty? That would have been the perfect question, and we probably could yeah, have pointed him in the right direction. Point, we could, I mean, but this whole entitlement. And thing. then you might also need, since you since you claim you have a six figure salary and you're entitled or privileged, start doing fly me to use. There are plenty of That's girls true. that don't live where you live, but you can fly them to you at an affordable rate. Like, or if he's in a, if he's, I mean, assuming he's in D.C., we don't know. Um, but if he is, you can, I mean. Well, clearly I mean, in his area, he's having trouble. So you need to start flying girls to you. Or yeah. you fly to them. You might need to start traveling more. I don't know what else to tell Something. you. Something. But you cannot force somebody who's not interested in seeing you to see you. That's just, right. I you mean. You can't force somebody. It's not even a question that we can answer because we don't know these girls that he's talking about. And, and we don't know. If, and choice. we don't know if you're approaching them all crazy right. like you did us. You're and lucky then, and nice. Then, and then I'm just going to like real talk here. You're you're a black man in America. This isn't new. This is not new. You already know how society Maybe is. Maybe wanted us to talk about it. Maybe, but you already know how society is. So as a black man, I mean, are you don't spend that much time analyzing it. Just if she says it on her website, then just move on. Don't try to contact her, don't try to convince her. Just move on and give and give somebody else your money that actually wants to talk to you or see you. That's all I can say. Okay, okay. final question before we wrap up the show. Um, this person wanted to remain anonymous. This is a young lady. When I started in 2015, I didn't know what to do. I just followed girls on Backpage. And when I finally started learning everything, um, every, and when I finally started, started learning, everything has now started to shut down. Okay, so basically, when she when she got the hang of it, Backpage shut down. How we can, started in the same year, girlfriend. <laughs> how can you overcome Backpage and Craigslist closing? Since they closed, I have not had any clients. I'm on my website trying to change things every day. I'm posting all the time on Twitter and Twitter now, but no luck. Any advice? How do you get other girls to do duos with you? And then she said not to share a name. And then I said, hi, we'll discuss this on the show. She sent us a DM. And then she emailed it again. She was like, actually, I think I was too broad in what I'm asking. If you're completely broke, you don't have money to spend on anything. How do you get the clients without putting yourself in danger? Sorry and thanks. First of all, you don't have to apologize. You know, this is why we're yes, here. Yes, thank you for the question. Yes, this is why we're here. This and is why we're here. There's plenty of girls in your shoes, I yeah. assure you. 
Um, as far as how do you get girls to do duos with you, I'm going to start with that one. Um, you need to figure out which girls you like and then try to introduce yourself on Twitter. Try to go out for lunch. Yeah. Drinks, whatever. And then see if you vibe with each other. I will say I absolutely will not do a duo with somebody I've never met. Exactly. I will not do it. I don't have time for it. I don't know if she's crazy. I don't know if I might, in the middle of the appointment, have to put her ass in her place. I don't know. I would rather, personally, I'd rather do a duo with somebody that I've met, that I know I have a connection with. That Mm -hmm. way I know that the client is going to have so much fun. Yeah, because it's more natural that way. Yeah. I mean, even some girls that you have met. But you never did one before. It could also turn into something. I mean, there I, never know. But, I mean, there are girls that I've met that I wouldn't do a duo with. And but, I mean, thank and God then, I met them. Well, first. I mean, there are girls that I've met and I did a duo with, and I was like, ooh. So yeah, that's you just, true. You never know. Like, but the first step is to contact them on Twitter via mm-hmm. DM, or you know, like some things and then tweet them, follow them, and then eventually DM. So you're not coming across so strong. Yeah. And then ask them to lunch. Treat them to lunch. You know, I mean, I know you say you're broken or, now. Or maybe, um, or maybe send out a tweet and say that you're looking for also ladies that. to do duos with in your area. Yeah. And if anybody else plenty, is looking. I've sent plenty of tweets like yeah, that. Yeah, and then, and you, then guys you guys can, can get together. To yeah. And see how you vibe. Yeah. And then as far as um, being broke and not having money to spend on advertising, how do you get the clients without putting yourself in danger? You don't because you still have to do it the right way. Yeah. So first you need to get some money. And since you're broke, the best way I would say would be freestyling, which is fishing. You go yeah. out and catch fish. Um, and you can do this by going to any five-star restaurant, hotel, day or night. It doesn't matter. Look cute. Look approachable. Smile. But you're still going to need money for gas or Uber and also like a couple of drinks or something. Like you don't want to be that girl with a glass of water. Right, right. Because then it, then it looks <laughs> kind of obvious. obvious. Yeah. So you want to actually, you know, go, or go to like the bars at grab a drink, hotels. Like grab one drink or appetizer. Yeah. Like you're going to need money for that. Yeah. Now, if you can't even afford that at all, then I would suggest that you go strip. That's an easy way to, to make money because you go in with nothing and you come out with something. With something. Yeah. yeah. Um, some people want you to get licenses. So I don't know where you live, um, but stripping I would say would be the best bet other than that then you might have to get like a part-time city job yeah to, which to, just we're, to save up um, enough to we're going advertise. to do an episode about other ways to, to make money when to things get are that slow. cash flow in when it's slow when things I are mean because yeah. even even like us we I mean we, actually just the summers in general and this business slow are very season. slow every yeah. business has slow seasons right. but it's your job to plan for it. Yeah, so either you save for that or business. you have a second yeah. set of income. You have um, to plan for it. Oh, actually, you know what? Right now, if you can if you have the equipment or anything, right now you can webcam. There you is can, that. Yeah, you that's can webcam also very free and you, you don't have don't, to leave your You house. don't have to spend any money. Um you, you can don't have to leave sign up for phone sex. So we are going to um, put together some resources. We're going to do a show on other things. I mean, I have a list. Of, I mean, even a vanilla job. It doesn't yeah. even have to be sex work. That's but I have that part time. Yeah, I have a I have a list of part time um, jobs that you can do that are vanilla where you, you can, can make, make some side, quick side money. Because so I mean, you you, you at least right, you at least need 
to make some money so that you always have money for advertising because that's the worst thing. And you thing. should always have a few hundred dollars in savings too for which, worst case scenario. I, I know that we're sometimes also it's do, hard. But, but we're going to do a finance and planning yeah, episode. Where but I, it, it does get hard. I get it. Sometimes it's very hard to save. And I'm going to teach you how. Yeah. An upcoming financial planning episode and investment episode. Um, but at the end of the day, without marketing, you're not going to get any clients. Right. And you, you can't market if you have no money. That's right. any business. Mm-hmm. That's like marketing 101. So think of these things that we just said and try to plan and see what you can do to make money. And yeah. follow suit. My mask is like sliding off my face. <laughs> um, and follow suit. But uh, I think that's it. I think we answered all the questions. I think so. I mean, we have many more, but we don't have that kind of time. Right. So, well... Today, we're going to be a little less vanilla and dive into the world of BDSM. For those of of you who do not know, BDSM stands for Bondage and Discipline, Dominance and Submission, Sadism, and Masochism. We're going to be chatting with Ms. Bardo Smith, who certainly covers all of these interests, but specializes in financial domination, which means she takes money from from her male submissives. Ms. Smith is a public public alias of an American demi-mundane analyst and artist. She has run her website, bardosmith.com, since 2013. In that time, she has pioneered new uses of financial technology for the adult space, published essays on financial technology, sex work, and power dynamics. She is the co-founder of a movement called Hashtag Give Your Money to Women, which has been covered in major global publications and she will be telling us all about that on today's episode. Her fetish work has long been controversial, but that hasn't stopped her from routinely landing on the top 20 of the 50 list in major clip sites. Welcome to the show, Miss Smith. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I mean, your, uh, your reputation <laughs> <laughs> precedes you. you yes. Are, you are something else. <laughs> But uh, okay, let's just go ahead and jump right into the questions. I know you have a busy life. Please tell the listeners about who you are, how you got to where you are today, uh, what your childhood was like, college, (laughs) yada, 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 and why you decided to become a financial dominatrix. I think if I had to go back and cover all of that, uh, we'd be here quite a while. (laughs) Oh, we have all the time. (laughs) I'm intrigued by you. All yeah, right. Literally. So I, um, I grew up in New England and had kind of the stereotypical New England 
upbringing, went to good schools and off to college um, and went kind of straight into the job force after that into the financial industry, Mm -hmm. sort of right before the crash around 2006. Um, So I was uh, I was recruited by a hedge fund. Uh, right out of college, which I didn't even. So you're smart. I didn't even know what I well, was doing. Well, I already knew you were smart, but you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was smarter than I realized. I think at the time. Um, so that was kind of my inoculation into like the real world, which was a crazy time and place to be. Um, and I can imagine. Like in a sense, being in New York at that time, I had incidental contact with the adult industry without even really knowing anything about it being a, a naive little country bumpkin oh um, really in a okay sense, i mean i certainly wasn't naive that's probably giving myself a lot of credit that i don't deserve <laughs> <laughs> um, okay you know but i was definitely from connecticut i i did not come from a family of any interest in urban or cosmopolitan Thing. So my exposure to anything in the city was through my own interests. Um, Interesting. So I always had this kind of... Like, now, do, go ahead. do you mind me asking what's your um, racial background? Because I can't place you. Are you yeah, just Yeah, no one Caucasian? can really place me. Um, the... My father is not a, that I care, but your no, look is course. so it's so <laughs> um my father is an absolute marshmallow. So we'll just get that out. <laughs> okay. I've never okay. heard him referred to as marshmallow. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean like my father is as pale as legally, I think. Okay. So legally. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother is from kind of un undetermined mediterranean like north african mediterranean ah, okay. Uh, okay. lineage that makes sense now yeah so she's not black but she's not white either we're not really sure no like we've lost track of it i've been trying to go back i've gotten to malta um, okay. southern italy okay. and malta but uh, like that was in the middle of all the chaos so who knows <laughs> I think interesting. It's, interesting i think it's hopeless so I have a, maybe a little, <laughs> no, a little an, bit. ancestry, ancestry DNA. It so works. interesting. <laughs> I know I'm a little, I'm a little leery about handing over my DNA. You and you and me both. Oh, I, to, like, I, some I, I actually don't trust it. No I don't way. Trust the I feel yeah. like they're just like, oh, bullshitting you. I, I, <laughs> I did it. Uh, I did it before I became Chantel. So there you go. Oh, you did. You did. I did. It was quite interesting. Um, I, in my case, I'm feeling like the mystery is just going to have to stay. We're just going (laughs) to, we'll let it just be. You can't know everything. Yeah. It's totally unknowable. Let's just let it. (laughs) No one can place me. I can't place myself. It's fine. I mean, but you're gorgeous. (laughs) That's the bottom line. Thank you. I I knew you weren't just like straight up white. I knew there was something else. It had to be. I just wasn't sure what it was. It had to be something else. (laughs) But anyway, sorry to interrupt. No Continue. worries, no worries. Um, where I don't even remember, we got we got quite sidetracked. Well, you were kind of telling us your background and how you got into the um, Wall Street, and you were naive, but you don't think you were naive. That was kind of where we. Oh yes, yes. Okay. All yeah. right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the year. I think it was about 2010 when okay. I just I had hit a place of just I hated every part of living in New York. Um, and working in New York, working in like a professional 
contacts in New York. I just, I was burnt out. I was tired. I wasn't, I probably wasn't supposed to be in that environment in the first place. I had kind of stumbled there and I like needed something else. Um, so at that point I kind of put everything I owned in my car and drove to California. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> a long, okay. it's a long drive. I thought you, wait, I thought you still live in New York. No. Um, no. So I live outside of New York now at the moment. Oh, okay. And the reasons around that are going to remain private. But at the the time of the last 18 months or so, I've been treading water in the suburbs. Oh, cool. Interesting. I I wouldn't call it cool, but it's definitely... Just, it's I, been a trip. Suburbs, I but. figured. You, I figured you'd want. You know, maybe you needed a break from the city life or something, and wanted something a little quieter. I did. Nope. I did need a break, but I, I needed a break in terms of like the type of city that I lived in. So I, I have actually lived. I'm trying to think. New York, D.C., California. I've lived in L.A. and for a very brief time in San Francisco. Um, okay. Boston. And I remain kind of in the the northeast. I I, I keep yeah, coming back here. Yeah, it's safe to say you prefer the northeast. I must have some. Kind <laughs> you just of, like, keep coming karma. home. You just it's keep coming home. Of, it's masochism more than anything. I think you know uh, it's got to come gotcha. out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Every year, you know, like the, it tricks you because you get to May and it's beautiful in Boston. It's absolutely beautiful. And I don't know how you guys do you it. You forget. <laughs> That cold weather. I don't know how you do it's it. It's not. It's the ice and the depressing oh, gray skies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. They keep the money up here. That's what they keep telling me. So, Ah, gotcha. So when I was in Los Angeles, I had started writing a, a website that had gotten some attention from Hollywood because I had, again, done this thing where I, I end up in a place kind of tangential to an industry with no experience in it. And no real interest in it and somehow get implicated in it. So I had been contacted by a screenwriting agent of some note, um, kind of like as my own personal life was falling apart and had this kind of like moment of crisis. Like, am I supposed to be doing um, Hollywood things? Like, am I a writer? Like, what am I doing? I, I had no idea. Um, and I had kind of surveyed like the situation of my life, like my dating life was a mess, which probably happens to anyone who tries to date in Los Angeles, period, of any type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's where Fritz is from, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, LA is, um, yeah, Interesting. something else. <laughs> something else, right. So I had kind of like La La a Land. moment. I'm like, am I supposed to be here or what am I doing? And I, I just gotten really tired. I, I had touched at that point, you know, healthcare, finance, all of these different industries and like kind of seen the same pattern of behavior from men across the board. Like no matter how much money they had, no matter what their backgrounds were, they all kind of had the same dysfunctions. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm really tired of working for these people. I would like them to work for me. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And so <laughs> exactly. I had been kind of under the radar for a long time doing more vanilla things. And I, 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 at some point during that transition out of Los Angeles and back to the East Coast, decided to make uh, a kinkier website to run in public. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. So what, what exactly do you consider vanilla? Um, as far as vanilla, you know, the traditional kind of romance, 
wine and dine going out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Forward okay. girlfriend type things. Yes. Gotcha, so basically gotcha. me. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? It's bread and butter and, and it's a great thing to be and like I had a great time doing that too and I still do sometimes it really yeah. depends right if, if, right if the deal is sweet the deal okay. is sweet of course so like did anyone kind of hold your hand into this uh financial domination or did you just kind of jump in exploring I have to say I had it? been um approached by financial submissives before I even really knew like had a word to describe what financial domination was oh so when- okay before I had kind of um, made a like entrance into the online space, I had been like an isolated single operating unit of hoeing, basically, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't really do a lot of like research, kind of just operate, you know, like freelancing and go- using dating sites and things like that that I yeah. had access to. Um, and didn't really know that much about financial domination, but I had been attracting that type of person anyway. So once I became aware of it, I was like, oh, this is so easy. Like, this is what I'm like supposed to do. Oh, nice. Of course, I'm supposed to just take nice. money from them. Like, they want to give it to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do. So they really they do. Really I'm do. doing them a service. You know, you like, are. So, of course, I thought this is excellent because, you know what, if it offends any other type of clients that I have, they can go and the ones who aren't offended can stay and and everyone is happy. Right. That's true. That's true. Exactly. There's some there's something for everyone. I mean, you can't be everything to everybody. You know, you have to pick your Mm -hmm. niche and stay there. So can so can you tell our listeners okay. what exactly is finan- financial domination? Yeah, so I mean financial domination is in in like an essence an exchange of power between a dom and a submissive. So in any other BDSM context, there's always somebody who's giving up a certain amount of control and somebody who is taking on that control and that's mm-hmm. a form of power exchange. In the case of financial domination, Mm -hmm. you're doing that with like the most quintessential unit of power that we have available to us in society, which is money. And so, Mm -hmm. of course, in in our society in particular, men tend to have more access to money. So there's still this taboo about being a woman who actively and openly wants money. And Mm so that... Money grows. <laughs> that's, like, that's one way to think about it. And sure, like, that's like the, that's a weed out. Because if that's your reaction, then like, go away and play with your little toys somewhere right. else. But like, there are men and obviously there are doms who enjoy this fetish severely and deeply and should be able to do it as freely as they like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So what is the difference between a FinDom, financial dominatrix, and a FemDom? So I wouldn't say there's necessarily a difference. Like a FemDom is, you're talking about any Fem who is also in the dominant position in a relationship or, you know, in the context of a professional relationship, provides a service of domination of some kind. Um, and a okay. FinDom would just be someone who participates in financial domination. So that would be like housed under the FemDom umbrella. Um, not every femdom is a fin dom, um, but I would say every fin dom is 
a femdom by default. Gotcha, because the dom is kind of like the general umbrella, and then the femdom is your niche. Right, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what do you think is a misconception about doms in general? Oh, um, <laughs> people <laughs> love to say that doms hate men. I think it's... it's <laughs> I think that um do you hate men? <laughs> well, so there's a difference between hating men and having standards for men. And I think that exactly. women it's we can get a bad rep when we enforce kind of like a standard on men, especially when we have high standards because it's it goes back to like, well, what do you, you know, who do, who are you to have a high standard for men? And it's like I'm me. Like I don't Exactly. I don't have to be anything to you. Like I'm deciding who's allowed in my life. And if you don't like exactly. it, you just don't have to do it. Like it's, it's the opposite of, of like hating someone and actively like giving a shit about them. It's like, I actually don't give a shit about you unless you're interested in enriching my <laughs> life. <laughs> so, but you, I mean, but you're right. Like people like have a, a fit about that. It's like, look, can I just right. live my life the way totally. I want? You know, like, they're like, no, we want to tell no, you exactly. what to do. We'll tell you what it how means. To do they're it. degrading you. <laughs> I, I, I will never are understand sure? that. <laughs> are you sure they are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't hate men. Right. So I, I don't hate men. In fact, I think it, it actually stems out of liking men a lot and, and actually having some kind of hope for them. <laughs> well, I would I would definitely hope. say that it's not possible for her to be this successful if she hated men. Right. Exactly. You can definitely like get a, a little bit of change here and there online just from going online and being like, fuck all men, I hate you. Like pay me money. And somebody would probably pay you. <laughs> but you would have that's not a staying power kind of presence. Like no. you have to have something no. to actually say about it. And I think if for anyone who's actually delved into the content of what I say and gone past the spectacle of me being a sex worker saying it, I think there's something behind what I'm saying. It's yeah. not just, it's not just pure straight, unadulterated hatred. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally see what you're uh, talking about because I see it all the time with like all the new girls that pop up and like every single one is like, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, dear God, somebody right. gave these girls some training. <laughs> well, right. And it's like, of course, like with any niche and any like variety of sex work, there's a, a period where like people just get weeded out. Like that's true with strippers. It's true with escorts. It's true with everyone. Like a bunch of people mm -hmm. attempt it. Some people are good at it. Some people change and find a different niche. And then some people just fail and that's it. Yeah. Well, that's just right. life that anyway. Life. It's any yeah. industry. Right. You know, like. You just have to try and see what you exactly and like, but because of now we've got like social media, everything is so much faster. Like you can, yeah. Before you mm -hmm. put up an ad, and if no one responded to it, you had like a whole month of time where you had to figure that out. Like now it's like, well, that tweet didn't make me any money. Like what else can I say? So like, right. You have people mm -hmm. just like going at stuff all day and like throwing shit at the wall and like hoping that some of it sticks up there. So like, yeah, like <laughs> the percentages are pretty low if you're going to operate that way. Yeah, yeah. So is there anywhere to get training on how to be a proper financial dominatrix? Like, how did you become who you are now? Like, <laughs> um, well, 
I think like, (laughs) I I think part of it is that you should do a lot of research. You should, you should do as much research about all kind of varieties of sex work that you can see and not just go for something because you think it's going to be easy because ultimately nothing is easy. Like none of these businesses are easy to run. Like no matter which niche you pick for yourself, you're going to have obstacles that you have to basically deal with on your own because Mm-hmm. there's no one else doing your business for you so like you've got to really be committed to it like mm-hmm. you can't just decide one day yep. you're gonna, I'm gonna be you know the best financial dominatrix in the world and I'm I've, I've got a Twitter account so I'm ready to go like it's it's gonna take more effort than that it's an actual job mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> so uh, so how would you recommend uh someone if they're interested in financial dominatrix how would you recommend they get started Um, well, so that's kind of the first step, like definitely look around and see what there is. But then at the same time, you have to be really clear on what your strengths are, Mm -hmm. because if you don't know what you're really good at and what your like best features are, other people will see those things and kind of get access to them. Like subs who, who really like, you know, feet and the girl doesn't know that she has nice feet and she's not charging for it. He'll get some kind of like lower price session when he should be paying for a so all these things, like you have to know yourself really well, like know what people are going to be interested yeah. in and then work yeah. at displaying those traits and those qualities and your assets well online. And like, that's a lot of your work mm-hmm. because you're basically, yeah. I mean, and again, this, this transfers into the real oh, of world. Yes. Like, yes. This is that, like business yeah. success one-on-one, like this is really true for, mm-hmm. there's no business you can do where these won't help you. It just, exactly. it's really apparent Perfect. when you're like the only person that is involved, you know, not that we don't have other people that help us run our businesses, but we're like really the faces of our businesses. Right. So, um, yes. It's a little bit more obvious to see when people are doing what they're supposed to be doing and kind of taking care of themselves and it's showing. So that's a, that's a big part of it. Like treat yourself like you are an actual asset of your business. And this is this is a gem, ladies. You heard what she just said. You have to treat this <laughs> like a business, and you are the number one asset. You know, because we get a lot of girls emailing us; they don't even think they're good enough. That's true. So like, okay, like you're not. Let's start you're there not going to succeed. If you don't think you're good enough, right? So like, that's like the pre- <laughs> no one's going to exactly. Think you're good like, don't get into any of this any sex work business to try to like validate yourself you have to be way validated before you even begin because you know obviously we all know that you're going to get plenty of hate and Mm -hmm. random bullshit Mm -hmm. as well so you you have to be able to just be like go fuck yourself to that stuff and if you're not like if you're not like very set on yourself being like (laughs) you know worthy of of success then you're going to get offended by that stuff and you're going to burn out and that's you know (laughs) not the goal Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so what do you say to the ladies that feel that this is an easy line of work to get started in? <laughs> Don't be delusional. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't hurt Delusions. yourself. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Don't hurt. It's like, let's just break this down to what it is. You are solely responsible for a, a business that is one stigmatized to the point where it's criminalized like you know our mm-hmm. work we're basically can be persecuted like witches if they people even suspect us for things where docs constantly online there's all sorts of mm-hmm. like risk people out us to our 
business partners, families, all sorts of things like that, that, that happen behind the scenes. And I'm sure like pretty much every successful sex worker in any, any niche is going to tell you that this has happened to them mm-hmm. on their way to finding like success in their place. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you have to be prepared for that happening and not everyone can handle that. So like, there's stuff that even before you even get to like running the business and building a brand that you have to account for that. Like, if you think things are going to be easy, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, that's very true. Preach. Yes. Preach girl. Preach. preach. So, (laughs) so in your experience, uh, do you feel like the financial dominatrix market is becoming oversaturated? I feel like it's with the same thing with social media. Like it's the ease of, access at like the lowest point of entry has been Mm -hmm. made really easy so like anyone can get a twitter account i think the market itself is not saturated because the market's always going to respond to like innovation it's always going to respond to really high quality so like people that do really great clips they're always going to have success people that have like a really specific fetish that they cater to they're always going to have success like people will always find a way to be successful and there'll always be people copying them and trying to do the same thing with like lesser success and then no success. So like, yeah, I don't think it's oversaturated. I just think it's kind of like experiencing its moment of media kind of presence. Yeah. And people kind of, right, exactly. So people are kind of like, Oh, I could, I could try that out. And you know, of course, like we've already discussed, like most of them will just disappear. Oh yeah, like exactly. uh, it was featured on that MTV show, uh, right? Yeah, and it's I can't remember papers. her name, but yeah, it was. I saw like, what I didn't see that. What show? What? Yeah, uh, what was this MTV show? I My think, True um, Life. Yeah, True so Life? goddess Jasmine, uh, yeah. Jasmine Mendez. She was on True Life. There's been a couple other things, you know, popping up. Um, I, I know, mean, I, I know, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Well, Amy oh, Schumer God. interviewed some girl um, on her thing. Although Amy Schumer, ugh. yeah, like I, no, I, I, I don't like to, I don't like to hate on women because I'm all about girl power all day, every day, and I want to see us win. But like, she is not educated in a lot of this. Well, stuff. she's no, not. She's but not. She, yeah, she's not interested in seeing a lot of us win. So like, I feel right. like, yeah, it's like I can reserve my enthusiasm for people who actually deserve it, and like, she can just not get it. Like, I don't have to make her look <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just, just not gonna not go out of my way to, to shit yeah, on like, her. Nah, you know, get out of here. She's uh, not even worth it. Look at her. No, <laughs> no. she's not. But so no. so with the uh, with true life with uh, goddess jasmine i think this was what like maybe two or three years ago this aired and um i just i remember at the time i was doing webcam so i was following a lot of like cam girls and just the explosion oh yeah of girls coming onto <laughs> twitter saying that they were financial dominatrix and the whole you know every guy they encountered was a pay pig and it was like you know they're all like i don't know demanding like ten dollars and i was like i oh, think yeah. you guys watched the wrong show yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean but you know what it's good and bad i do like the fact that now some light has been shined on sex work in general the dom side uh the quote-unquote gfe side although i hate that show girlfriend experience I cannot tell you how much I hate that show. I still haven't watched. On the I flip refuse. side, on the flip side, I couldn't even watch more than one episode. I wanted to shoot myself. But on the <laughs> flip side, at least now people know we exist, mm-hmm. and now there is a space that's you know starting to be carved for us. And I'm hoping, like in the next twenty, thirty years, it'll become the norm. 
where it's not going to have this weird, crazy stigma or people just think it's like, you know, drug addicted girls right. walking the street. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, it's good and it's bad, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll, yeah, we'll take the good with the bad. Yeah. I mean, mainstream <laughs> yeah. media coverage is always going to come from, like, people that don't have any experience in it. So, like, it's always mm-hmm. going to come, like, with that weird civilian voyeur, like, what is the oh, most a hint so, of judgment? Oh, right. yes, the, the <laughs> civilian viewpoint. It's so weird. They, uh, it's like, like, I mean, they try to tell the story, you know, to make civilians interested in, like, look at this crazy world that people live in. I know. And it's like, honestly, it's really not that crazy. No. Like, it really isn't. And I guess like, maybe and you we're can just literally so used see the shock in their face yes. when they're telling the story. <laughs> like, you can tell they're not comfortable at all. Right. And telling the story. I don't understand why they don't just hire somebody in the business. Or do they just think we're all stupid? They, That's they another reason why we started this show. Right. That's another reason why we started this show. Right. And it's good that you guys have, like, you know, it's better to have us running our own things. Because, like, I've been contacted by documentary producers, like, wanting to, to cover... Um, you know, give your money to women and like financial domination and me being a domination dominatrix and like they want to cover it, but it's like you can tell that they're weirdly like consumptive. They want to just like, yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Nobel Prize for covering these whores. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, actually, bitch, you're not gonna do that because yeah, <laughs> like I'm actually better with a camera it. than you are, and I'd rather just make my own films and get banned from YouTube myself. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, And sidebar, speaking of, because I guess we didn't really include it in the questions, but thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) So tell us about the hashtag give your money to women. Oh, sure. So about three years ago now, um, some of my teachings had made their way to domestic violence advocate and activist and abolitionist Lauren Chief Elk. And she kind of came up with a hashtag, give your money to women as a way to bring um, a restorative justice to the gender dynamics that we have in this country. So Mm -hmm. it it was born out of the idea of financial domination being like literally demanding money, but it it encompasses other dynamics as well, such as like uh, domestic labor that women perform largely and are uncompensated for reproductive labor. um, Mm -hmm sexual labor, emotional labor. So all of these kind of things that are feminized and made worth zero dollars in capitalism, but that we know like actually props up the whole economy and like literally keeps men from falling apart and apparently shooting people as we've seen in the news lately. Yes. Yeah. Oh because they didn't get laid. Right. Like, so that's all, it's all on women. That's if it's fun? all on women, we have to get paid for this shit. So like, Oh no. <laughs> you know, if it's wow. my fault, if your boyfriend shoots up the school, like I want money, like give me the fucking money. Cause I'm going to need a hotel room after that. Right. Oh all my right. God. That is crazy. Not, not at all to make light of like shootings. It's not funny. No, but, like, of course not. But I mean, the fact that like somebody could even use that as an excuse exactly. and, and, right. and, and they're like, oh, he's probably mentally ill. Like, no, like look no. at what our society is breeding. No, I think there, there was a shooter where they said that because he got rejected or something, one of the shooters his past he got rejected and that was what right no that's actually really common i mean it's cool it's over 50 right? percent yeah. of mass shootings in the u.s are a result of domestic or family violence so it's not a small number of these that are like, no it's some not. guy yeah. pissed off at his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend or his ex-wife or his baby mama like fucking shooting her and his family exactly. and it's like we should probably mention it 
so that we can address it. But oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But then we get into the not all men bullshit and we can't have that. Oh, screw it. If you're, oh, if God. you're, it, it, there's no good ones uh, out there. If you're letting all the bad ones slide. <laughs> Then the good ones need to step up, or they're right. also bad. So, so if, exactly, if you so are such down, a good man, man, how are you letting all this bullshit go on? And you're saying nothing, but you're getting pissed off at me as a woman for bringing it up. That I don't want my like children being shot when they're in school. Right? Exactly. Um, they um, they have yeah, a seat, I mean, have it's several seats. Like- it, it's kind of like similar to the whole all lies versus black lives matter. Right, like now is not the time to bring like, that up. Like, okay. Exactly. Like, like we're talking <laughs> specifically about black people being shot and like specifically by black people being killed by police. And it's like, we're not talking no. about everyone fucking kumbaya on the earth. Like, the ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not the time. Yeah, yeah, but they just love to jump in with that. Not oh, they do. I see it on Twitter all the time, and I'm just like, I'm not even going to address yeah. this comment. No, like, you're not like, worthy. Pay me to not all mad at me. I don't give a shit. If you <laughs> yeah. like, I love, I love the fact that you mute people and you're like, pay me to discuss. Or when well, they ask you questions, you're like, I mean, like, pay me if you want answers. <laughs> just because you have an internet connection doesn't mean that I have to spend my time on you. It's true. It's true. Exactly. So, I mean, like, that's not, I I feel like I get a reputation for being rude, but at the same time, like, if you, like, if you address me with an argument that a fifth grader could write about in their, like, book report, I don't need to, like, explain it to you why you're not, (laughs) why, (laughs) why they're not worthy of your time, like, literally. (laughs) Like, if you had paid me, if you had paid me $10,000 for my company and you asked me a stupid question, I would tell you the answer because guess what? Now, my time explaining this to you is valued at a certain dollar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's I not. I'm so busy. Like, I have 18 other things to do. Like, I'm sitting at a desk that's full of things to do right now. Like, you're not on the list. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're not on the list. So back on track here. Are, are there yeah. any acts you see around that uh, you wouldn't consider to be part of financial dominatrix? Any acts? Yeah, like, uh, you know, like, I see a lot of girls that they're selling, uh, they're selling nude pictures oh. for, you know, a set of <laughs> pictures see. for $20 and claiming it to be find them. I think, I think people want to do a lot of, like, parsing of, like, what defines what and everything else. And I think that, you know, financial definition, domination probably has like, a very specific definition that only a certain acts, number of acts fall into. And, like, truly, it would be tributing without the exchange of anything you know, from the mm-hmm. dom. That's, but like, pure, that's not how most sex workers online make their money. Like, if, if you just waited for only financial domination transactions to occur, you would probably not make very much money. So, you know, you'd be broke. <laughs> you'd be broke. So, like, of course, we're going to diversify and sell clips and sell pictures and sell phone time and all these other things. And so it's like, are those things formally financial domination no but like how about if a guy begs to call me so much that i make my rate a hundred dollars an hour is that you know we're getting borderline onto findom there so like you it's there's no point in making a definition of something like just try to get as much money as you want and can get that's <laughs> the basically end. it that's basically findom. okay <laughs> Speaking of clips, uh, I know for a fact that you definitely I do sell, sell clips. clips. And I, I saw a post one day where you actually, yesterday I saw a post, but I saw a post one day where you made $1,000. Yesterday you said 1250 I believe, yeah. from your clips alone per yeah. day. 
which is insane. Well, I don't make it. I don't. I'm unfortunately, I'm not averaging a thousand dollars a day. I would love to be. No, no, no. But there was one day yeah. that you did, and you do you do it frequently. Yeah, enough. I mean that's the goal. So, <laughs> and that's awesome. Uh, how many clips do you currently have? And what's the most money you've earned off your clips in one day? All right. So I think I just checked my I Want Clip store. So that's psychokink.com is the website. Um, those are that's, that's your my, website? My, where I sell my clips predominantly. You, Psycho- you can okay. also get them that's on bardosmith.com, but it's a little more convoluted to get to them there. Gotcha. Um, so gotcha. I think I have about 175 in that shop. And that's fetish. It's like erotic hypnosis. Wow. Um, fetishes, brainwashing, um, trance, stuff like that. So um, I have like just under 200 and I'm, I'm actively filming at the moment. So it's going up. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. That, that um, is, that is amazing. A hundred and I want like 700. And how long, how I long, long are they? Vary. So how like, long I, are they? I like to keep most of my clubs fairly short. So like they vary between like two and 10 minutes. Okay. And then there's some that are a little bit longer, like 20 minutes is kind of the max. If you want anything much longer than that, you have to order a custom video. So it can get very pricey, of course, but they're worth it. (laughs) Of course they're worth it. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, so then the other question. Uh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What's the most money you've earned? Okay. So in the past year, I can recall the best day I've had on one clip site was over $4,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I love it a lot. It was probably maybe about (laughs) 4,400. So you feel pretty good when that money hits your account, you know, at the end of the day. And you say like, that was all work that I had banked from the time when I was filming all this stuff. And it's just coming nice. in. So, like, that's, the, that's like, the upside of having stuff that's available online all the time, which is, like, you can get snowball effect. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how often do you shoot clips? So, right now, I am very busy. And I've been able to shoot maybe once or twice a month. Um, but the good thing about that is because I have to plan it, I usually have a better location because I think about it a little bit. I think about which clips I want to film and what I want to wear. And it's a little less chaos than in the past when I had more time and I kind of just did things as they like occurred to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I I got Mm -hmm. a little more professional about it now. So even though I'm filming less, I'm getting more like content out of it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, And where can people buy your clips? You mentioned Uh, it. Yeah. So the website is psychokink.com. Or I want Bardosmith.com also works. Um, Bardosmith.com nice. is kind of my like main homepage. That's got like all the info that you ever need about me. And you can see nice, the little previews nice. of okay. my clips as well. So Okay. And so you nice. did mention that um, that you would do a phone chat if a guy was begging you. But do you um, also see subs in person? Right. So I have, like I said, I've done pretty much every variety of sex work that you can think of, like with the notable exception of stripping in a club, because I'd probably kick someone in the face. I said the same (laughs) thing about myself. I totally get it. Like, (laughs) I just don't want anyone to get Some girl did, actually. No, a girl actually did. And the guy sued and won. So like, I don't need any of that. (laughs) <laughs> but so you know so it depends on the person like if i if i 
have interest in seeing you, if you've shown yourself to be interesting, if you've offered me something that's interesting, then I would consider letting you serve me and see me in person. It really, it just okay. totally depends. Right. So like, yeah. The, so there's, there's, there's hope. hope. There's hope for there these um, you know, and like for privacy reasons, I tend to operate like under the radar as far as yeah. person goes, because I, I don't, Which is I smart. have so many like followers on Twitter now. And just like, I've been around long enough. Like, I just don't want there to be a direct connection between myself in public and like where I am, wh- who I'm with, everything else. Right, right. So yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it just really depends. Everything is just impress me, impress me, okay. of course. Yeah. Yes, yes, gentlemen, you heard that. Impress you have you have to spend a shit ton of money on her for her to even consider seeing you in person. That's basically what she's saying. Make it interesting by Thank you for the by translation. Adding, by adding zeros. That you have to add zeros. That's the only interest she has, okay, guys? <laughs> I have so other interests, of course. Her. Don't email her asking her how can you make but it But that would be the introduction. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's a paywall. It's yeah. Exactly. Just, if you want exactly. into the garden that I've cultivated, then there's you got to start you There's a tuition. There's a tuition. Exactly. Yeah, you got to come correct. Come correct. Okay, so what's one misconception people have about you? I think people tend to think that my life is extremely easy because of <laughs> the impression that receiving cash can can give people. So I think mm-hmm. people kind of have a tendency to notice uh, the things that are good about my life and to assume that there's nothing ever that's challenging about my life. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, well, that's right. Public and for you. of course, like that's everyone's <laughs> prerogative. And it, I just noticed it's something that happens. And it's probably a testament to my ability to, you know, keep my image, say what you want about my messaging. My image is professional. Mm-hmm. So like people see a very polished yep. image when they look at me and they assume that I must be have everything together and I'm very successful. So that's great. That's wonderful. That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> Yay. That's exactly what we want. It just doesn't want. mean that awesome. we never have bad days is all I'm saying. Right. But that's, but that's right. life though. Like not every day is going to be Rosie's and, and there are going to be some tough days, but right. it's how you handle those days. And I yeah. think like and part you, of our You work, clearly handle it well, which is you. why people think, <laughs> people think that, you know, you're perfect and nothing's wrong with you. Right on. Which is good. So yeah. that, means you're, that means you're good at what you do. Right. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, of course, part of our work, of course, is, is having, is being professional, even through shit. It's mm-hmm. like when yeah. shit happens, mm-hmm. it's like not falling apart, not blowing up, not having, you know. Not melting down. down. Not having extreme meltdowns like <laughs> right. a lot of people are doing right now. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. The t- like, the temper tantrums on Twitter the past couple oh weeks my. have just yeah has We've gotten to, really has got to stop. Astrology the past couple weeks. Oh my god! Yeah. Is, is Mercury in retrograde again? <laughs> no, it's like, out. It's out. But other things. I don't know anything. I don't, I don't even know, know what that. I don't means. know anything about it. I just know whenever it is <laughs> and see it on social media, everybody's freaking out. out. Yeah. They blame every bad event on the planet on mercury being in retrograde i'm like it literally I, is just I don't another get day any of it well, i don't get it either 
either. Either. Mars is in retrograde now, so the planet of war. What does that mean? The planet of war. Ah. So if oh, you, so this that's is why perfect you time. Twitter name. This is perfect timing for you. <laughs> so you're like just straight dominating just like the entire well, so, planet. <laughs> so if it's in retrograde, that means its power is kind of flagging. So like it actually means that the instigator Ew. of a fight right now oh. will lose. So oh, now, no. is, now is not a good time to be oh, starting okay. to fight. Yeah, no. Okay. Just wait. So. Chill. It's the summer. Focus on mm-hmm. your money. Yes. You know? As always. Start the fight in the fall. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I'm going to have to email you for translation. Yes. I know because I, I don't know any what of any of this company. astrology <laughs> stuff is at all. So I we always like to ask uh, sex workers, do you have a date in mind for retirement? If not, how will you decide when it's time to retire? Uh, you know, I'm counting on the world not being here in the next 20 years or so. So, oh then, my you know, God. <laughs> are we, are we like, wow. are we like, like soul sisters somehow? <laughs> I literally say this all the time. Uh, the world just needs to cease to exist with all this madness. Let's start over fresh. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, oh, I don't wow. know if I have a retirement date set. I figure I'll probably just be doing some kind of like dystopian labor project later in my life, you know, like, I don't know. So I don't, I, I haven't thought about that far. <laughs> so just whenever okay. it comes, it, it'll just hit you one day and then you'll make that decision. Yeah. I mean, like when I kind of like, there's no joy in it anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm focused on getting my security right now. So like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working right now. It's still enjoyable for me to work. If I change the mix of my projects that I'm working on, cause obviously this isn't the only thing that I do. So like it, you know, if, if that changes, that's fine too. Like, so I, I kind of don't have a lot of attachment to how long I exist in this particular form. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like the way you think. Awesome. Okay. So what is the worst advice oh, you've ever gotten? Hmm. You know, I tried to think of like, to put this in like a short summary when I read this question. It's... <laughs> <Make> it <lost. laughs> We don't care. Care. make it however Our long listeners it seem to, to love the long episodes, so All right. rant on. <laughs> All right. So the worst advice I've gotten is, like, when people want me, or, like, really this applies to anyone. When people want you to take down, like, to, to like, file down your edges to, to fit oh, into some kind yeah. of, like, Oh, conforming. Oh, right. I hate conforming. Yeah. I will never conform. Right. So, like, I've gotten plenty. Like, so I've always had, like, a sharp edge to me. Just, it's part of my personality. It's, yeah. part, it's just the way that I'm built. So, like, I'm always going to have this no matter what. And I can try to, like, mm-hmm. have it less or, like, just hide it. But then, you know, what com- like what happens is something comes out really sharp eventually. Yeah. So it's just yep. when you're right. Not being so true it's to like yourself, that advice yeah. will only lead you further away from what you're supposed to be doing, and eventually you're going to have some kind of correction in your life that forces you to stop. And right. it's not going to be good. <laughs> like, never, never, never listen to anyone who's like, "You should just be half of yourself so that you can find success in this little tiny venue," because like you won't be able to like stay there. That you're going to be miserable in right. anyway, because yeah. it's right. not who you are. Yeah. Right. So like, there's no way. Like, if I had just tried to like be a sugar baby, like a straight vanilla, like sweet sugar baby, like I would have died. Because like. <laughs> One, I wouldn't have clients because that's not the type of client that likes me. It's just not the type of client for me. And that's fine. But it's like you can't stay somewhere that's not meant for you. Right. <laughs> no. And you shouldn't be operating from a place of. Right. Um, exactly. That's power. true. 
which which I feel like that's where it's starting to get now with the whole sugar baby thing. Yeah, that's, that's a whole for thing another day. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still like we're like kind of pushing off this episode because everybody knows like that is a passion of mine. Uh, the sugar baby spectrum, yeah. and I we're gonna we're gonna dissect. I'm just not looking forward to it because I'm going to I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off, and I'm probably gonna people are probably gonna hate me, and I don't care. But I'm gonna say what I have to say. Wait, wait. <laughs> FYI, Chantel, I hung out with Mr. Valentine last night, and he said he loved. <laughs> yay! Yay! Like, <laughs> He was like, that was like my favorite episode. That one more sex work is ranting. Be yourself. I will always, I will always be be myself, and I will never make any apologies for it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the best patron you've ever had, please let us know. (laughs) Did he like buy your private jet and give you millions of dollars? Are you in his trust? Uh, Are you in his will? um, We want details. The best patron I've ever had, you know, it's not necessarily like the amount, like the sheer amount of money, but it's more like the timing of money. Like somebody who came through for me at a moment when I really needed it. Yep. Those are the best. best. With the, yeah. When you actually need them. You are there with a a chunk of change that I need when I need it, that's more valuable than a million dollars just randomly to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would so, agree. Um, like, for that privilege, I'll let him maintain his privacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we don't want you out. We don't, we don't want you out. No one's, no, no one's okay, outing so, anyone. <laughs> yeah, so what about the worst patron you've ever oh, had? Oh, God. I mean, the, they don't even deserve, like, even, <laughs> that's probably even... an oxymoron. That's probably an oxymoron right. worst patron. Because a patron is someone who actually gives to right. you. Not yeah, so like a, a patron you feel enriched by the, the interaction. Yeah. I, yeah. So you so you don't you don't want to give him any No, any, I mean uh, like I've had I've had embarrassing like male tantrums thrown occasionally and just sort of God. like things where I've had to kind of rein in somebody and like not like I'm not somebody who practices blackmail as like a revenge tactic or like a you know it's I, not even as a fetish which some people do consensually, but I uh, mm-hmm. you know a, yeah I have I have a couple of those right <laughs> and so like that's a thing that can happen but it, like the worst situation that I've ever had to deal with is, is a guy who just like could not stop contacting me and I had to say that I would call his wife unless he did. Oh yeah! Oh wow! It's, it's usually the guy that like he was obsessed. It's usually the guy that gives you like the least amount of a tribute, and then they expect the most right. of your time. They want you to yeah. like be their girlfriend, and it's like yeah, no, they're, no. Uh, they're like, I gave you a hundred. You have a wife, like, I gave you a hundred dollars. I should <laughs> right. be talking to you every day for a year. Like no, right. that's not how that but works. You have a wife. No, you have. A <laughs> they wife. don't. Yeah, that they doesn't, don't register. No. doesn't register. <laughs> so oh, so much for the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> Okay, so so uh, you did you mentioned the guy that came through for you, uh, you know, when when you needed it. But what would be like the best gift that you've ever received outside of that? Okay, that so picture? like the best, like the best gift, like let's just call it a gift. Like the yeah. best gift I ever got was the um, security down, you know, like the down payment on my apartment in Boston. Which oh, was, nice. Hey, That's what I'm talking about. Hey, right, like that. About. That is a gift. Right, that like, is, that is a wonderful that. gift. 
Thank hey, you. Uh, you heard that, guys. Uh, this is what we want. Yeah, side note, guys. <laughs> uh, Vivian and I are still waiting on our down payments for our condos in LA, in Miami. Yeah. And actually, I would I would prefer a multifamily. Right. You got to make you know, that condo rent. life. I'm over. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So we're but we're still waiting, so, guys. So whenever you want to send us a tribute, right. just you know, actually, like, you don't even need to free. let us know. We have the donate button on the show page. So right. <laughs> And like we're yes. independent, we're getting everything ourselves, but you can always help. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you can always add to our, our you know, right. our net worth. Yes. Okay. So your favorite vacation destination. I love the Mediterranean. I will be in the ocean and any rocky, sunny cliff anytime. Ooh, I haven't nice. I haven't been Love yet. It. I haven't been yet. So. Eating fish all day in the sun. Oh yes. Fresh wine. fish that was just caught. Yes. <laughs> wine yes all of that favorite wine i don't i don't what know kind of i mean i like it depends on the food that i'm having but Same it's here. it's right Same now here. it's an afternoon it's spring it's gonna be a rosé some variety oh my god we're like <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows i like rosé all day okay <laughs> uh what do you do in your free time uh, free time is funny because I don't really consider that I have very much of it, but um, I do a lot of health and fitness. So I like take care of myself is like a, a hobby. It's, it's, yes. a, it's like a full time well, job. Sure. Self care really is, is very important, mm-hmm. especially with our jobs. Yeah, exactly. Like and if I didn't dedicate actual hours of my life pretty much daily to like taking care of things, then I just I wouldn't be able to maintain any of my life. Oh, you, I would fall apart. You'd probably turn into me and start being really bitchy to your co-host. <laughs> oh, my God. This girl has been just bitching me out all week. And I'm just like, you're lucky I'm me. <laughs> you're lucky I'm me and I'm understanding. Clearly, <laughs> the universe put you in my life to test my patience. <laughs> hey, it's like, it's all the crazy traveling. But I have, I have been apologizing, though. I'm like... I'm like, so that last text was like super bitchy. I'm really sorry. I'm tired. Yeah, you're like you're like the husband that beats his oh, wife no. and then goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'll never. Oh, come on, no, come on, don't compare me to domestic violence, asshole. I feel abused. Damn it. Anywho, oh dear God, sorry. we're like sorry. It happens okay. a lot. Are you are you a yeah? Are you a reader? If so, oh, so I can't pick favorites. I read a lot of different things. Like I'm reading, okay. there's like probably 30 tabs open right now. Um, I just started reading. <laughs> I just read all day actually, like in between stuff. And when I read something, it'll something else. So I spent a lot of time like doing that kind of reading. Um, as far as books go, I read maybe a book every other week. I'm, I just got the um, oh nice Michael Pollan book on psychedelics. That I'm naturally hit up after I get out of this lovely talk with you guys and have my wine out in the sun. Okay. (laughs) Oh, it is not. It's not sunny here in Florida. I'm like, oh, I would love to go. I'd love to go have a glass of wine and you know and join you from afar. But as I'm looking outside right now, it is about to be like a complete thunderstorm. So yeah, cloudy in Los Angeles. Another another reason why you need to move to Miami. So uh, so please have a glass of wine for me and enjoy the sun for me. Uh, so do you have any pet peeves? I think my pet peeve, like if I could think of anything, it's when 
it's not slobbishness, but it's the kind of sense of like, I don't give a shit about my own life. Like when people have that kind of attitude of like, well, things are a mess, but I don't care. It's not my problem. Like, yeah, I, I can't. We're not compatible. Yeah. 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 And like, wish you well. I just don't want to be in a that part of it. environment. <laughs> yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust. I, I know what you're freak. saying. I clean. You know, my house is clean and organized. My clothes are clean and organized. Like, I. You got to at least care about your immediate surroundings. Right. Yeah. For me to get yeah. along with you. Okay. So can you leave our listeners, both the guys and the ladies, with some parting advice? Whatever you Absolutely. would like. Absolutely. So um, I think my best piece of advice could be that your time is extremely valuable. It's mm-hmm. the most valuable asset that you have. Mm-hmm. And your life is a reflection of what you do with your time, largely. So make use of it. I love it. I love that. So uh, where is the best place that our listeners can find out more about you (laughs) and or contact you? And I will just note, men, if you contact her, you need to send money first. But (laughs) other than that... How would they be able? I mean, probably women too. Well, I'm sure she probably gets tons of DMs from girls. Can you teach me how to be a fandom? But anyway, where where would be the best place for people to send you tributes, I should say? And also, you know, right, buy your right. stuff. Yes. Once so more. Um, you can find everything, links to everything on bardosmith.com. So that website has links out to all my videos, all of the like d- different social stuff that I have. You know, if you want to go straight to Twitter and just read the rants, it's at bardosmith. Like to keep <laughs> nice. it all easy Perfect. to remember. Nice, nice. Well, thank you yes, so much. Yes, this has much. been fantastic. For... I, this is like a really yeah, thank you. This is such a fun us. interview. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you've educated the world about Findom and just, you know, this was like girl talk to me, I feel like we well, just kind of hashed out a few things. I love it. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll let you go read your book. And yes, have one. a class yes. for me. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a great you as well. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, so that oh was my amazing. God. She was so much fun. Well, I was going to say that her character that we just spoke to now is completely different from her Twitter Oh, my God. So I hope you... <laughs> I was not expecting a bubbly, fun, full-of-life person. I don't know why. I just thought she would just be like this... Well, because you know? of... I mean, because of... You're all beneath Because me, of what we see leader. on Twitter. So I just want to. I just want to <laughs> reiterate to the guys, just because she was friendly to us... In our interview, like because, <laughs> because we're we awesome. are us, that does not mean that she's <laughs> going to treat you guys like kings or anything. You are still beneath her. You still need to pay her if you are going to. You still have, you to, have earn to earn her, her, or her you know. Her, okay, so don't don't take this interview lightly, as if she's some just nice bubbly <laughs> person that's just going to talk to you for free. Don't even try it. I mean. You heard her interview. You, we already know that they're not going to be able to get by with that anyway. So, so I'm exactly. Not and while we're on the while we're on the topic, guys, uh, we do need donations for the show. So uh, head over to the sexyescortguide.com, hit that donate button. Anything you give is fine, but please support us. Support the show. Yes. So let's end on a positive note. Any last As words? As always, keep it sexy. 
Money, 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 money. Bye. Be sure to contact us with your questions and suggestions. We will be answering your questions on the show. You can ask us questions either by emailing us at info at the sexy escort or via tweet with the hashtag the sexy escort guide podcast. You can also text or leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4675. We will be airing your questions live. So if you don't want us airing your voice, please note that in the voicemail or better yet, text us. Of course, please follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at The Sexy Escort Guide, on Twitter at The Sexy Escort GU. Apparently, Twitter doesn't allow handles longer than 15 characters. Uh, you can join our mailing list so that you can be the first to hear of breaking news and exciting stories. Our website, of course, is thesexyescortguide.com. And lastly, please leave us a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you're listening from. And also, please subscribe. This is how we will gain recognition for our brand. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We truly appreciate you. And you can also follow your hosts uh, for Vivian. My Twitter is at ExoticVivian. My website is ExoticVivian.com. And my email is Vivian at ExoticVivian.com. I get a lot of spam, so please click on the link to verify your email when you get an automated response from my account. It drives me crazy with all the spam, so I have to put this in place. Thank you. And my Twitter is at Chantel underscore E12. That's E-T-O-I-L-E. My website is ChantelE12.com. And my email is Chantel at ChantelE12.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time. Stay ravishing and receptive.